Hi friend, today's episode is, well, it's an expert episode. I'm talking to Sumira and we get into speaking about essential oils and hormone balance. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I also want to make sure that you have signed up for the next Calm Reset, the next circle that I have. You will love it. You can find out more information at recoverlikeamother.com forward slash reset. All right, let's get into the episode. I am having a juicy conversation with Sumira Shaman of Oily London Aromatherapy. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. And we're going to dig into not only her breakthrough moment, but we're going to look at and uncover some aromatherapy. I want to call it like maybe debunking but we're just going to we're going to dig into what she's doing in the world and how she's helping other women. So welcome to the show Samira. Eileen, thank you for that um, lovely introduction. And yes, absolutely. I'm so looking forward to just talking a little bit more about essential oils, um, how they've definitely helped me and uh, what things that I can put out there to your listeners and to the world, you know, just to explore it a little bit more and put yeah. them on their journey to wellness. Yeah. You know, I love aromatherapy. I, I just, oh, I could just bathe in it all day long, all different types. Right. But before we get into it, I want you to just go back in your Rolodex of memories and think about this moment of breakthrough that kind of launched you out into doing the work that you do now. Like what brought you to this place of like being able to share aromatherapy? Sure. So this is going back now. My eldest is nine. He will be 10 this year. So yeah, just going back almost a decade now. And given the brand has only been around just under two years. So I've been using essentials as long as that. So the breakthrough for myself definitely was when I came to realize that these mummy moments that we have after the birth of our kids, it doesn't have to be normal. They can come across that like that. And you don't sometimes know what tools to use or where to go. And it can be definitely hard. And I think everyone deals with things very differently. So it could be whether, you know, you're doing meditation or doing a certain form of exercise. Anything could be a tool for you to, you know, feel better and do better for yourself. And for me, I was, I had two C-sections. So I had two kids under the age of two at that time. So very close pregnancies and I was exhausted. This was in addition to, although I knew my previous diagnosis of extreme anemia that I suffered with, I didn't really sort of jump much into it. And I used to be called the sleeping beauty at home because I'd always, every hour that I'd get, I'd want to sleep because of the fatigue, but I didn't really catch on to why it was happening. And that accelerated, especially after the birth of the kids. And that's when something changed hormonally where I have never suffered this before. Things like bad skin. I had default skin on my hands from washing, you know, the kids' foods and doing diapers and things like that. And it got so bad, I didn't really know 
why these things were happening in addition to being tired and trying to do all the best, you know, a mum can do. And uh, so that's where I decided, right, I'm going to find out what's going on. I've not suffered from some of these things before. And apart from we, so in the UK, you go to your general practitioner, your GP, and, you know, you tell them, oh, the, the, you know, this is horrible and this is happening to me. And they usually go take away this prescription or whatever and try it, which I did and it'd go away for a while and then come back. So what we're doing with allopathic medicine is actually covering up the symptoms and not dealing with the cause. And that's what I was doing. And then I got so frustrated that I then started looking into a holistic way to actually get to the cause of this. And that's when I started reading, as you do, <laughs> whether it was, um, I wouldn't say Google was my main thing. It was more like community of other women, um, you know, through friends, through um, parents of other kids that my child was in school with. And just kind of having an open conversation, you know, what do you do when things kind of don't work, what your doctors give you? And um, I was then approached by, she's obviously a friend now, and she said, you know what, come over, we'll talk about these. These are actually essential oils. Well, okay, you know, I'm happy to go and talk about it. And But the, the amazing part of it was, although when we say you're breaking in through essential oils, it's, it wasn't just that, it was everything around it. So they were talking about nutrition, they were talking about, um, you know, you, how to utilize certain tools to help with the symptoms that were not going to um, either contradict or contraindicate, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. they were going to um, not have any side effects if they were used accurately. And when she started talking about that and then offered me some simple oils just to go try it out, which I did at home with very shaky hands, thinking, okay, at home, I don't know what to do with this. And, you know, I had all those oh, the unnerving mummy thoughts. But I tried it and then I tried it again and then I tried it again. And I was like, wow, okay. it works. And it worked. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, touch on this a bit later on about being apprehensive about using holistic therapies, um, all complementary therapies, mm -hmm. and then also the, um, sometimes the kind of attention that you get perhaps shows it in, in a negative light. So mm -hmm. for me, it was definitely that. Um, and once then I started looking into the cleaning products that we're using at home, why my hands were being affected, the hormonal changes mm -hmm. after birth. And this, with just using the oils, I guess, for little things like sniffles, aching pains, because I was still kind of suffering. I had really bad nausea in early pregnancies with both. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, you know, Kate Middleton. Yeah. Kind of thing, but right. Obviously, people weren't concerned <laughs> because it was all my guess. Um, but, yeah, I, suffered, I had the same. It's, um, it's so interesting, right, This the journey that women, moms, right? You have two C-sections, your health starts to fail. Doctors are like, I don't know what's going on. Like your, your labs are fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're having skin issues. Your gut is probably like on fire. You're probably not sleeping, you know, so you can't get into that deep restorative 
sleep that we desperately need as women, hormone fluctuations. Like there's so many issues that happen to a woman's body and two pregnancies. <laughs> I'm just like, I only had one and that was like enough to put me like in the ground almost. But what I, what I was just thinking about as you were sharing your beautiful story is that this is a familiar story. So many ladies have this and face this and then finding the oil, right? Finding this essential oil to begin this recovery journey, to re- to start to repair your body. And, you know, in the States, there's a lot of these um, essential oil companies. Multi-companies, yeah. Yes, there's a lot of them. Uh, and you know what? That's great because it's people really get into them. But I am of the variety of finding oils, not pushing them on people, letting people have their own organic sense journey. Uh, my sister-in-law, you walk into her house and she has got the oils and the diffusers. She rubs them all over the boys. It's really like, I love it. She's never once pushed it on me, but there's a sense of joy, Mm, you know, because I like, I walk into her house and I'm like, Oh yeah, this is nice. It's really, really nice. And then I'll ask her what oil she has brewing and she'll name off like five different oils. And I'm just like, okay, great. You know, but I feel it, you know, that, that aroma, that what happens in my nose, triggering the brain, triggering this well-being that that it's real. It's, (laughs) it's real. So what I want to hear from you, because you're kind of like an expert, you've, you went down that rabbit hole as so many mamas do, like when we're searching for answers, what has been your um, biggest aha around the oils? Yeah, it's like, you know, sometimes we think that, okay, it's just kind of airy fairy stuff, you know, putting a candle on and or maybe a diffuser and oh, it'll do something, right? Or maybe it'll just kind of just make you feel better. So it's almost like a placebo effect. You can't have those impacts on kids and pets Mm -hmm. for them to come back and go oh yeah I love the smell (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. they're not going to they're very honest they're very straightforward and if they feel better they'll be up and running and if they don't you will know that Mm -hmm. and it's very black and white with you know when the kids are feeling up or down we kind of can muddle through it as adults I guess and that's where I thought okay, so we've tried this and it has really, really worked. So initially it was, yes, using it in a diffuser or, you know, lightly applying it to pulse points. And then they would have their, so again, you know, whether it's in the UK or it's just in the medical field, they say the first two years of your child's life, they're probably going to have about 10 fevers and 12 flus. Basically, every month we'll have something going on. And I just really fell to accept that, believe it, and think surely that that just can't be right, that we're, you know, we just accept that we're sick people. It shouldn't be like that. And then I noticed a couple of allergies in the little one. 
And then I'll, I'll compare notes to, you know, what I did right the first time or didn't do right the first time. And then, you know, the second time, how you kind of just eat, get, let them eat dirt, I guess. Um, and, you know, they'll be okay. But yeah, with the, the other one, I kind of noticed, you know, how long one was breastfed for, what their gut health's like. It was just kind of changing. And then they both reacted differently to different types of oils. So we actually had a very terrible viral infection where all four of us in the house, we were sick, like sick, like anything. And we actually had to have outside help just to come help us kind of get food, water and, you know, just even look after the kids because we kind of dropped like dominoes effect. So it was the boy got quite sick first because I was still okay in the okay state. So I used frankincense on him straight away because we don't know what's going on. And I thought maybe he's just got a little bit of fever and he'll be okay. But it kind of just, it just shot up so high that, you know, I was quite worried. So okay, wait a minute. You, so you, you gave him frankincense and then the fever happened or you gave him frankincense? It was, it used to, as, as I noticed that he had to, um, sort of a touch to touch fever. So we hadn't measured it at that point because I was at my mom's house. So, you know, I need to, and it's not, I guess, child friendly as in has all the tools and bits and that I would have at home. So I thought, right, I need to get home just to, you know, check. But at that time, he was hot to touch and he was telling me that he's not feeling great. Oh, and that's okay. not him. He would be, you know, he's one of those kids, you could hear him a mile away. He's uh-huh, doing uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I got the frankincense out straight away. I dilute it because there's a certain dilution that you would use for kids under 10 years of age. And so you can dilute it in a carrier oil, whether it's jojoba or coconut is my main ones that I try. So I'd applied it to the forehead, nape of the neck and at the, at the back, sort of between the shoulder blades. And um, obviously did all the other stuff that you would do, making sure that the fever wasn't, um, you know, passing the sort of emergency stage where we need to go to ER and water getting him settled, sort of clothing off, etc. So we tried that. And after that, I got unwell. Then my husband got unwell and then my daughter got unwell. And at that point, I think we all kind of threw out the thing that this is going to pass very easily, which it wasn't. Uh, we were actually quite sick for about just over two weeks. Whether this was, you know, a form of type of COVID because there were awful coughs and everything um, going on and it was long term. He seemed to have bared the brunt much better because what ultimately happened was my daughter actually got into, we had to take her to the ER because we realized that she wasn't coping very well with the fever. But because I was so unwell, I didn't really reach for anything at that time. I was just like, I I need to lie down and close my eyes. And all of this, you know, using the oils and using other remedies it was just like i just can't even think about that i can't think right now so we didn't use them so within 48 hours i could see that he my son had been much better with having used it with her not so much our symptoms were slightly different Mm -hmm. um so i do accept that you know every every type of body deals with things differently 
but I was quite taken aback. I think after we had recovered and everything, I was trying to understand why he was just slightly lethargic, but he didn't have all the other symptoms that we were having because I, I did use the oil on him and we diffused a, a little bit of lemon. And he kind of, he was just like, I'm not well, but I'm chill. Whereas all three of us were just like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. So it was awful. But after that time had passed, I kind of thought back at, you know, what could I have done better or what could I have used? And I hadn't realised that he had the best of what I could have given him just as he kind of touched with the fever coming on and the viral Whereas mm-hmm. with ourselves, I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't even get the opportunity. And that's where, and this wasn't just a, like a one-off surprise. Mm-hmm. There were times when um, they have had their little sniffles and colds and fevers again. And this is, I would not recommend to anybody else to just go out and do this. But we use oregano, which is an essential oil not the oregano oil that you use in cooking. So we need to, you know, separate that. This is only because I did later go on to study them and understand different type of oils and how to utilize them. Are you just loving this? Frankincense oil, oregano oil. These are essential oils that you can use in your life with your family. Pretty cool, right? I hope that you are enjoying this episode. This is just a little reminder to make sure that you pop into the next monthly calm reset circle sign up now over at recoverlikeamother.com forward slash reset okay back to the episode okay so you just said something so there is a profession aromatherapy certification like there's a school there's i i've looked into this it's like so you're a trained what is that called aromatherapist i'm not a trained clinical aromatherapist okay different types so i have studied it for for my own personal use. So Got I it. am um, certified in the use of essential oils there we go. in a business setting, uh-huh. <clears throat> excuse me. But I'm sure you're aware of like uh, Macmillan Cancer Support, uh-huh. which in the UK are actually a cancer support network that help people in palliative care or within chemotherapy. And they actually have a team of aromatherapists, uh, occupational therapists, and um, other complementary therapies. They actually go into things like Reiki, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. everything that perhaps we on as a general public may not be aware of, but um, it it seems very, very inaccessible when you are not in need of it. But unfortunately, when you get to that stage, that's when other therapies start playing play. Correct. Right. I know that there. Yeah, I know that there's um, uh, in the oncology, like oncology in the oncology units in some of the hospitals, they'll have aromatherapist trained, certified clinical come in and do aromatherapy on you know cancer cancer patients, cancer survivors, um, because of this the way that it hits the nose, the way that it works into the brain. And I I find this fascinating because I just think about when I look at the recovery in in the recovery room or in, you know, women who are recovering from postpartum, women recovering from depression, women recovering from uh, abuse, right? The essential oils, 
I, I just can't even explain it, but I do know, I just go back to my sister-in-law's, like when I walk into her house, something happens in my brain. And you just described it so beautifully with your son on just by putting some of that frankincense onto his little body and him having different healing journey compared to the rest of you that like, why are, why are not we looking at this more? Like, why are not people looking at essential oils as a, a true healing modality? It just, I'm baffled by this. What do you think about that? Um, I, could, I could answer that because that, that's not true entirety. There are actually, so if you go on into, I have to um, kind of differentiate this because I understand you're in the States and I'm in the UK. Um, but if you go into the British Medical Journal, there are actually studies done with the chemotherapy patients. And although you will find that everything ends with it may help or there is a right. huge right. of, um, uh, you know, um, data, etc., so you would it will be worded like that. But if you actually look at the statistics and the figures, it, there is proof. There's definite proof. And um, one doctor, which the name kind of um, misses my mind right now, but I'd love to quote him because he said, you know, the proof, as you say, is in the pudding. It's when my patients come to me and they say to me, this actually helped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can see that um, I can definitely see the change and the improvement. He said that is statistic and a proof enough yeah. because what we forget in the allopathic and uh, medical world is that sometimes we're looking for those um, scientific answers through numbers and figures and we don't go direct to the patients and ask them right. how are they feeling so right. that's like you know um taking uh, the balance between the placebo and the non-placebo effect and then measuring it by how they've reacted um and it's been it's quite disputed because some of it can lead you down a rabbit hole of mm-hmm. a lot of other um modalities and where they have worked and where they haven't but um they are very very cautious when it comes to this so i absolutely understand that but we cannot say there there aren't any studies there definitely is because i've seen them myself um and the bit you touched about um you know our sense of smell and the olfactory system so olfaction is our sense of smell and that is linked to our limbic system. So we have these nasal hair that we actually have within our nose. They're receptors. So they're not just there because you need to, you know, just to help cleanse your nose, I guess that naturally happens, but they are actually receptors. So when you take an inhalation of a certain smell or especially essential oils, so that's where the olfaction actually starts. So the receptors will send the scent to your limbic system and then that's where the whole process begins. Right. And when we sense smell, we either find it pleasant or unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And then our body will tell our mind, you need to either walk away or you need to walk towards it. <laughs> right. Right. So um, either give me more or get it away from me. <laughs> 
think, you know, baby diapers, like you want to walk into a spa, right? Right. So um, that's exactly, and it's so, that's just a small part of it. And then how it's linked to our memory. Mm. So do you remember when you were young and you walked home after school and mum's made tea for you or, you know, a lovely dinner or on that Sunday roast or grandma's baked a bread or a bunch of cookies? When you walk into that environment, that is your emotions now having a huge impact on how you're feeling, your mood, your response and actions and generally your mood, how you're going to react Uh, So you could walk in with an awful, terrible, bad day that you've had, but you've just walked into an environment that just reminds you of something that is wholesome, that is true to you. Um, It just reminds you of someone Mm -hmm. that you love, that you care for, and the safety of the environment that you're in. And this is how powerful smell is. I just, this weekend, my son and I made uh, cookies, right? And the aroma of the, the, the chocolate, the vanilla, it just burst through the house. And we live in a three-story house and my husband was downstairs working and he came up and he was just like, oh, <laughs> right. Like the mood changed immediately. It was really, it was really, it's just so funny how powerful the olfactory is and, and just how you just laid it out, the, the different steps and how it how it works. What are your what are your let's say what are your three top favorite essential oils? So anyone beginning essential oils, I'd probably kind of um, separate them in that way. So for beginners, I would say lavender, peppermint, lemon, mm. or you can alter the lavender with frankincense if you're not too keen on it. Yes, yeah, so, a little bit more why that is. Frankincense is very particular. <laughs> it, and it can it, it possibly just, it's very grounding and it doesn't actually repel you as some sense can. And mm-hmm. that is based on previous trauma and emotion. So oh, interesting. Take that into account as well. Um, that's a big one. Um, yeah. I, I never really picked that up till much later on. Um, how when scent is associated to a memory that Mm -hmm. is caused to upset you, you have then got to take certain actions um, in order to try and deviate that memory away from that scent, especially Mm. if it's going to help you heal and Mm. it's beneficial to you. That makes sense. Do you have uh, a morning routine where you use your essential oils? Uh, yeah, now I'm so crazy busy. I just think I need to remind myself to use them. Uh-huh. Um, morning one is uh, so th- these are the, so what I decided to do initially. I probably it was always I love lemon. It's just so cleansing so refreshing you know we use the awful synthetic versions that we get in our cleaning products in soaps uh, the peppermint in the I, I can't actually taste I don't like the taste of toothpaste anymore because I use um an, a, a different organic powder now and uh, but I do love lemon and I think it really just sets you up for the day as you get up um and I'm sure you'd remember, you know, you'd have on the retail shelves like these shower gels bursting with lemon, 
yes. lemon fruit, yes. grapefruit, and it's because they're playing on your emotion and really, really, you know, at the end of the day, that's what they want to do is get you up and ready and, you know, bouncing on your toes. And that's why it, it's a great, great oil to use first thing in the morning. And in all of this um, research that you've gone through, have you discovered a really rich book that you can share with our ladies? Um, yeah, I mean, there, there are a few of them, um, but I would, the, the reason I, I'm only recommending this book is for the ease of use and understanding. Yes, yes. Easy is good. <laughs> Easy is good, yeah. So um, one I'd recommend is from Robert Tisserand. Um, just trying to remember the, the title of the book because he has written loads and loads of them. Mm. Um, oops, but once I get that up for you, I'll definitely let you know. So The Beginner's Guide to Essential Oils, and it's written by... Christina and this so it's like a it's a new copy um and it just kind of I think it was in last year I wouldn't say I initially started off with the books because it was more of a, a community set up and you know you'd ask questions and you'd learn um but a bit later on just for referencing purposes I found this one quite helpful do you think that you're going to write a book about essential oils I I, I will I will do probably one um, just from not sort of um, from a clinical or as a you know I'm not sort of registered for a therapist as such but just from what I, I've found the benefits from essential oils and I think yeah. sometimes people need to relate it to someone who's like them yeah. who has interest and you know found some success and just just to help them kind of understand that um in more of a later and that that was the part of why I set up the jewelry as well it's because yeah. like you said it's not about pushing the product because you know it's worked well mm -hmm. for you. Why wouldn't you want to share it with the world or with your family, with your loved ones? If you feel that they're in pain and things are not helping them, of course you want to put that forward. But um, yeah, th there's that stigma of, you know, if you do seek out someone, they'll say to you, buy my oils, buy this pack. Um, and you want to kind of, you know, deviate from that. I had lots of opportunity. I have had lots of people say, you know, um, can you, if, if you didn't do your own brand, you know, would love to pair hours with yours and could we sell it like that? And I really wanted to stay away from that marketing level um, offering because, it's, it's sad as it is. It's great, I think, you know, for some businesses, it works for some individuals. Um, but I luckily had the capacity, the understanding, and I was able to source them from right places. Um, and as a result of that, I thought, why not create that something that I do want to offer and not just something that's mm -hmm. a box standard box, I guess. Your Instagram is, sorry, there's a lot of feedback. Oh no. Okay. Your Instagram is so beautiful and the jewelry that you are, 
essentially sharing with women is incredible. Uh, where, where can they go find you? Where do you want them to go? Sure. Um, I, of course, have my own website. It is called oilylondon.com, which is O-Y-L-E and then london.com. So you can go on there. Um, every message that you send comes directly to me. So you're actually speaking directly to me if you have any questions or, you know, you're looking for recommendations, slightly mm-hmm. unsure which item to pair with what. Um, I will always be there and respond to you and help you with that. Also, of course, you know, you can go on Instagram and have a look. We're on Instagram, we're on Pinterest, we're on Facebook. So I've kind of covered as many uh, socials as you can. We're on Clubhouse as well. So we do kind of have rooms that we, yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, we got to um, have a chat in there. So, yeah, we are, it's just all one word, Oily London. And if you pop it into the lovely Google, I'm sure it will bring up lots of um, options for you. Beautiful. So it's O-Y-L-E London.com. I love this work that you're doing and what you're bringing to the ladies. I just want to say thank you for sharing your work and aromatherapy and helping women, you know, recover, right? You are definitely a part of this tribe, recover like a mother. You are doing this beautiful work. I just want to thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And, you know, I can speak about aromatherapy all day long and I'd love to. And I appreciate that. And if anyone, you know, listening can benefit and find their own journey through this, then absolutely, you know, my work, I feel that's where it's done because this is how I want to share it with the world. And uh, that's just my take on it. So good to have you with us, Mira. Thank you for being on the show. Oh. That is another beautiful episode. May you find something bright, something light, and something so juicy that fills you up to be the best mother you can be. Until next time, take good care. Friend, thank you so much for listening. Did you know that I have my own essential oil spray? It's called Sankalpa. I hope that you will check it out and perhaps win a bottle when you sign up for the next Calm Circle. I'll see you there. Find out more details over at recoverlikeamother.com forward slash reset. And maybe you'll get a bottle.